It's April 28th, um, and it's finally a nice day out. We've had a couple nice days here and there, but um, it's a nice day out. And it kind of gets me thinking, because today was nice, but it was almost more than spring. It was almost summer. And it got me thinking, hmm, well, we're right around the corner from summer, but uh, the summer movies are about to start, if they haven't already started. Um, Yeah, it seems like year year after year, it gets earlier and earlier when the summer movie... uh, you know, movies, the blockbuster movies start coming out. You know, this year, um, you could argue that um, they started back in the beginning of May. Uh, sorry, March uh, with uh, Logan, uh, if you want to. Um, but even if you don't count that, which maybe you should, maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. Um, definitely with the fate of the Furious coming out a couple weeks ago, that would be kind of the start of it. Uh, although the official start of it has been the first weekend of May. And I had to go back and look to see when that kind of started, and it looks like it's, that kind of started in 1999 when The Mummy came out. That was the first like big movie that came out the first weekend of May. Because typically prior to that, it was always Memorial Day weekend was when the first big blockbuster movie came out, and it usually went from Memorial Day to usually the middle of August um, when the big summer movies came out. But you know, then Mummy came out. That kind of started that whole trend of the being in May. And, of course, Spider-Man, when the first Spider-Man came out, that really started that trend. And ever since then, um, there's always been a big movie that comes out the first weekend in May. Typically, it's Marvel movie. Not always, but typically. And this year is no different than that. It will be a Marvel movie. Uh, But, you know, with that said, um, in the last couple years, uh, especially even last year, uh, you know, people have kind of moved things up because last year what happened was Superman, uh, Batman vs. Superman was supposed to come out that first weekend in May, but then Cap- uh, Captain America 3 was also coming out that first weekend in May and uh, Warner Brothers and DC decided to kind of jump the gun on, on them, try to jump the gun on them and, um, we're, you know, put it out, um, you know, the end of March and I think the end of March was... 
because the fate of the furious or something no there's i don't know what there's something else that was supposed to come out in april i think i don't know what date i don't remember but obviously the beginning of the summer last year you could always go back to that but traditionally um at least traditionally in the last um almost 20 years now uh, it's the first weekend in may that starts off the summer movies even though we're barely into spring as it is but um so what does that all mean? Well, today on the podcast, I am going to kind of do a summer uh, preview, summer movie preview, um, <clears throat> kind of talk about Fate of the Furious, because I've already seen it, I guess, if we want to count that as the start, and kind of go through the movies that already come out, and just kind of give my take on how excited I am uh, about them. And then, uh, of course, after that, we're going to do uh, previews of some stuff coming up, and kind of go back and, and uh, talk about how I did on my predictions from the last podcast, uh, you know, okay, did okay, pretty good in some areas, not so great in others, um, but all right, let's get to it, let's, 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 let's get right to it, um, next Friday, um, well, next Thursday, really, I mean, with the night, the, the midnight premieres, as they used to be called, uh, now starting at, like, five in the afternoon, they should just call it what it is. The movie actually comes out the day before they say it does. And here's the one thing that always kind of bothered me, especially with these Marvel movies that are come out the beginning of May. For some reason, they always come out a week before in, like, Europe. And I don't know why. This movie's Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2, which I'm talking about right now, already came out. It's already out in England. They've already seen it. There's already spoilers and, and reviews and all sorts of stuff online. I mean, I'm going to avoid all of that as much as I can possibly. And probably, hopefully, go check it out next weekend. Um, so, with that said, how excited I am for volumes, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I am. I mean, I'll put that right up there. Um, I don't know if I'll give it a 10. But it's definitely 9. 9.5. The first movie was definitely... It was very fun. It came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, well, we'll get to out of nowhere in a minute. But it, it was kind of a hit that people didn't really expect... I mean, obviously, it's a Marvel movie, and they got released in the middle of the summer, so people expected it to do well, I think, but it really surprised a lot of people, and it didn't do amazing, don't get me wrong. I mean, yes, was it the highest grossing movie of 2000, what was that, 2000, was that 2014 that came out? Um, was it the highest grossing movie of 2014? I believe so, but in comparison to 2015 or 2013, it was very, very low. Um, on the list. Actually, no. You know, I take that back. I don't think it was. I think. Uh, I think. Um, um, what was the movie that beat it? Um, oh, I'm blanking on the movie. It came out very at the end of the year. It's one of those weird situations where it made most of its money in the next year, but it actually came out in 2014. So technically, it. Um, well, you know what? I can look it up. Um, uh, what's the, it was that movie about the guy, the the sniper guy, the sni- American Sniper. There you go, American Sniper. I believe that was the number one movie of that year. When all was said and done, um, but you know that's a bit of a stress. But for the main part, it was, and it was a very good movie. Um, you know, it was funny. You know, as far as the comic book movie goes, you know, the, sometimes they can be a bit serious. I'm looking at you, DC, um, a little too serious. Um, and um, you know, this one didn't takes itself too seriously and you know and it introduced a lot of of a lot of the characters and kind of um storylines that 
are eventually going to all come together in the Infinity War uh, next year. But uh, for now, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, or Volume 2, I should say. Volume 2, because it's supposed to be like... I don't know. It's like... I don't know why it's called Volume 2. It's kind of like a throwback to like... Volumes of... Something. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless... It looks good from the tree tri- app previews and trailers that I've seen so far. I've heard, I've seen some like very um, broad reviews, nothing like specific, um, that says it's you know it doesn't it's not quite as good as the first one, but it's definitely good. So um, you know that that's a a little disappointing in the sense that I think they could definitely have built on the first one, but the first one was just really really good. It's tough to be like. Okay, we can do better than this. Whereas, like, say Captain America. The first one was okay. So when they had the second one out, they easily could do better. So it's tough to really live up to the first one as much, I think, because really, people really, really liked it. Um, and, you know, as long as it's, you know, good, but, you know, as long as it's good, I you know, I, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, I'm put that at a 9, 9.5 on my scale. All right, let's move on. Um... I'm kind of just going to go with the top. I mean, because, like, the next weekend there's, like, three wide releases. I'm just going to go with the ones I kind of know about because there's a couple others that are coming out next week that I really don't know anything about. But the King Arthur Legend of the Sword comes out uh, on uh, Friday the 12th. Um, um, honestly, I don't have a ton of um, expectations for this movie, let's say that. I mean, Charlie Hunnam... He's he's a decent actor. I've heard he's really good in The Lost City of Z. Um, that has come out on limited release. Um, yeah, I've heard he's pretty good in that. And I obviously like Sons of Anarchy, but that was not really like... I don't know, that was a decent... I mean, that was a good show, but it was kind of more... I don't know how to put it, but like, regardless, for him to go from Jax Teller to King Arthur for me, because I didn't see Pacific Rim... Well, I guess that was still why um, the other movie was going on, but I don't know. I don't have high hopes for this. I don't know if I'll go see it in the theaters. I'll see it eventually, I'm sure. I mean, my 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 interest level in this is probably like a four or five at best. Um, yeah, the other main the other movies coming out: Lowriders and Snatched. Oh, Snatched is that Amy Schumer movie. I have no interest in seeing that. I don't know what Lowriders is. Um, it's got Eva Longoria. So that pretty much tells you all I, that really tells me all I, that stars Eva Longoria. Pretty much all I really need to know, um, about that. I'm sure I'll be watching Evan Longoria play the Red Sox or something that, that weekend. So not really worried about that. Actually, I don't know if the Red Sox are playing Tampa next week or that weekend, but <laughs> whatever, moving on. All right. Now we're moving on to Friday, um, May 19th, which I'm going to be at. Gillette Stadium seeing Metallica play, which um, hopefully before that I will ha- we will have. I hope to get a guest on here for another episode prior to that, and maybe have a little Metallica podcast. I don't know; it's up in the air at the moment. But on May nineteenth, we're getting Alien Covenant. Um. I'm a little confused on the timeline of this movie I'm not quite sure when it's supposed to take place because because um, Michael Fassbender's in it 
and he plays the character that he played in Prometheus, which took place before all the Alien movies. But yet this one seems to involve a lot of aliens, whereas the other one kind of teased the alien. Um, so I'm a little confused as a timeline on this. Um, I've seen the trailers, I've seen the previews. It looks it looks decent. I mean, it, I mean, a lot of people thought Prometheus this was going to be Prometheus two, and ended up being an alien movie. I don't know if they're still doing Prometheus two or or not. I'm I'm still confused on on what's happening with that. Ridley Scott's kind of all over the place recently with what what he said he's going to do and what he'll actually do is a, quite a different different uh, answer because. Um, He's not a young man. He's not a young man, and he has these huge plans to do all these movies. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, it, maybe you take it down a peg, my friend. Uh, yeah, I mean, other obviously, other other directors can could probably do some. Um, I mean, obviously, James Cameron did the probably, arguably, the best Aliens. So for Ridley Scott to like pass the helm off to other people isn't out of the question because he's definitely done it before. But uh, with that said, I, he has all these crazy ideas for alien movies. And I think Prometheus 2, which I don't understand because uh, I don't know how the timeline works. I mean, yes, I get Michael Fassbender. He's not a person, so clearly he may be even a different robot in this or whatever. It may just be a design. It might be Terminator's rules. I don't know how this works. Um, but um, regardless, my my um, initially I wasn't really all that enthused about seeing this, but you know my my interest level is gaining a little bit, so I'm gonna give this a seven. Um, and that's probably seven's probably on the edge of going to see it opening weekend and eventually if 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 that's if the scale is well ten's definitely opening weekend opening day if possible nine's opening weekend eight's kind of maybe opening weekend maybe the next weekend. Sevens, you know, probably not opening weekend, but some point. Six is, yeah, maybe in the theaters. Five is, five is like if I have nothing else better to do. Four is, if it's like, if I can get to see it for free. Three is definitely waiting. Two is, um, maybe you know, definitely. Two is like, yeah, maybe eventually when it's on HBO. If I have nothing else better to watch, one is. If I really don't have anything else to watch, and zero is I have no interest and don't want to see this movie ever in any sort of capacity. Even if you force me to watch it, I would probably gouge my eyes out so I don't have to watch it. I mean, that, uh, that's probably how it goes. Alright, so Alien Covenant's probably seven, and it probably went up from like a six. Five or a six, and now it's at about a seven. Uh, other movies come out that weekend Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, whatever. And everything, everything. I don't know what those are. Um, Alright, so coming out the next weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend, on Friday the 26th, is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Um, I really like the first Pirates of the Caribbean. And the second one was decent. The third one was okay. Fourth one, nah, not so much. So now we're on the fifth one. Um, obviously Johnny, uh, Johnny Depp is returning, Jeffrey Rush is involved again, Javier Bardem is involved in this one, uh, I don't know if Kira Knightley or Orlando Bloom are in it, I don't think so, or if they are, they, I don't think they have major roles, um, but, um, yeah, I don't know, the Pirates movies, the first, the beginning, the first trilogy, you know, that was fine, 
And then they kept going with it with on uh, Stranger Tides or whatever it was called, um, which I didn't really care for. Now we got Dead Men Tell No Lies. I mean, that's a long Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Lies. Can you ha- throw in some more words in there too? The Pirates of the Caribbean. The Dead Men Tell the Lies. Tell Tell No the Lies. Just throw in some more words there. Make it even longer. Um, no, I mean my my interest is probably a four. I'll see it when it comes out on HBO or, or DVD, maybe, or whatever. Eventually. I don't know. Um, you know, again, if someone's like, hey, I got a free t- movie ticket. The only thing's playing is Pies Caribbean. Yeah, I might go check it out. But, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Uh, then a bunch of other limited releases. Nothing else wide that weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Take that back. This is listed in the wrong order. The other movie coming out that weekend was actually coming out on the Wednesday before, which is listed on this list afterwards, which doesn't make any sense, is Baywatch, starring The Rock and um, who else is in it? Uh, What's-his-face? Zac Efron and Alexandria Daddario and some other chick that's name I can't pronounce, but I know she's like some sort of model or something. Uh, Baywatch, yeah, they're relaunching Baywatch, and it's going to be an R-rated comedy, so they've done this before with old TV shows and R-rated comedies, and uh, it worked with 21 Jump Street, I'll give it that, Um, so if this is anything like 21 Jump Street, I'm somewhat optimistic about that, and it's got the rock in it, so that's fun, Um, obviously it's going to be a comedy, um, to to more degree than say the show was, I'm sure David Hasselhoff is involved in some capacity. Um, and actually, David Hasselhoff and this is going back to Guardians of the Galaxy for a minute. I saw David Hasselhoff as a song on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, Volume Two soundtrack. That that's interesting. I don't know if he's in the movie. I don't I don't think he's in the movie. I don't know for sure that he's not in the movie. But I don't think he is. I know Sylvester Stallone's in it. Um, all right. Well, anyways. Um, uh, and uh, is Kurt Russell in it? Is Kurt Russell in? Isn't he like the? Is it Kurt Russell or is it someone else? Isn't he gonna be like the 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 planet or something? Am I making that up? Am I confusing? Was it was Kurt Russell right? Or was it someone else? Uh, hold on, let me look. Because I, I, I'll i go back and talk about Kurt Russell when I start talking about um, Fate of the Furious. Oh, yeah, he's he's Ego the the Planet. Yeah, okay. I, I knew I had that right. All right, so anyways. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Baywatch. Um, I'll put it at a five. Like, it's, it's one of those movies, like, I'm sure that's going to be a fun watch on HBO or, or, you know, down the line or whatever. But to go out to the theaters to go see it especially Memorial Day weekend I, it doesn't really it doesn't really appeal to me that that well eventually I'll see it oh The Rock also Fate of the Furious there too how did I start talking about that anyways um alright that 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 that's it for May now I move on to June uh and then the first weekend of June uh we got Captain Underpants which I've heard of I don't know too much about it um I it, it's a kids movie, an animated movie, I believe, but uh, I don't plan on seeing that. But Wonder Woman also coming out that weekend. Um, 
I don't know, man. These DC movies have kind of, you know, I've been very, very excited for them. And then they haven't quite lived up. They haven't been bad. Well, let me let me rephrase that. They haven't all been... They, I mean, I, I thought Batman vs. Superman was good. I thought the extended version was actually better. Suicide Squad, not great. Um, it, it was not great. Um, uh, Man of Steel was fine. But... Um, yeah, so Wonder Woman. And it's interesting that this movie is coming out and then we get Justice League coming out later this year because we've already seen the trailers for the Justice League. And it's interesting because, you know, are they 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 jumping over this one? I don't know, but um, it's a prequel. We get to find out how Wonder Woman became Wonder Woman or whatever, I guess. So it's set back in the 20s, I guess. I think it's set in like World War One, I, I believe. Um so that no teens 20s whatever whenever world war one was it teens i believe um at least that was the story that i think i saw but anyways um in terms of am how interested i am of this i mean chris pine's in it he's pretty good and obviously gal Gadot. and um i don't know it it's it's probably like a seven maybe an eight just because you know i like dc i mean wonder woman's not my favorite character in the dc universe but um obviously she's a main character in the dc universe and this is the first woman um led comic book movie i mean for what it is uh dc is beating um marvel to punch but i think that goes without saying based on the fact that it's wonder woman as opposed to i mean what what's marvel gonna do i i mean when i mean they were gonna spin off and and let let me rephrase that because in the new universes because yes I know there was a Catwoman movie but I don't want to talk about that one. Um, but in this in, in terms of like this new like regime of DC movies and and Marvel movies or whatever, um, I mean there's no I mean Wonder Woman's like one of the biggest comic book um, superheroes of all time. There's no one really anywhere near that on the Marvel side that I can think of that's outside of the X-Men characters or the Avengers characters that they haven't spun off on their own thing. I mean, you know, they're there, but they haven't done it. And, you know, but I know they're doing Captain Marvel uh, with uh, Brie Larson. Uh, I think that's, I want to say that, I don't know if that's next year or two years from now, but, yep. Yeah. DC's beating the punch as far as that's concerned. Um, and it, you know, should be interesting. So, you know, I'll give it like a 7 or 8. I'll eventually see it. I don't think... I'm definitely going to see it opening weekend because I'm going to be away. Um, so, but that's that's that. All right. So, moving on to June 9th. Um, it comes at night. I actually saw a trailer for this. It actually looks pretty cool. Um, it's a horror movie. And it's about something that comes at night and uh, tries to kill you, I'm assuming. I don't know. That's that's what I got from the trailer. I don't I don't remember. It looked it looked scary. Um, it's by some of the same people that did, I think, Lights Out last year, and maybe something else. I forget. But um, yeah. I mean, it looks like a typical horror movie. I don't. I'm not. I'm not like dying to go see it in theaters. Um, I'll eventually see it on a HBO or a DVD or something. I'll give it a three on the scale. 
And then, uh, and then the movie that kind of started the whole May kickoff of summer is actually coming out in June as a relaunch of The Mummy. Now, this one's a bit confusing to people because people kind of assume like it's the restart of the um, Brendan Fraser um, franchise, but it's kind of not exactly that. Um, basically, what Universal is trying to do is relaunch all their monsters because they own all the rights to all, basically all, all the monster movies. Um, and they're trying to... Um, ultimately, what they want to do is have them all combine into one big movie. So they did like a Dracula one last year, and they're doing The Mummy, and I think they're doing a Frankenstein. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to pan out for them, but here it is. There's The Mummy. So there you go. Tom Cruise. I don't know. I've seen the previews. It's... I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I was never a huge fan of the Mummy movies before, and I realized it doesn't really have anything to do with those, but still, I don't know. I'm going to give it like a four. But yeah, a four, I think, on, the, on my scale. All right. Um, then Friday, the 16th of June, we got a bunch of movies coming out. Something called 47 Meters Down. It's a horror thriller movie that I don't know anything about. So I really can't say anything too much about that. Um, All Eyes on Me, which is the Tupac um, biopic. I'm not really... I was never really a huge Tupac fan. So honestly, this doesn't really appeal to me. Cars 3, a kid's Pixar animation movie. Yeah. Good, good, good for it. I don't know. I, I I haven't seen the first two Cars movies. I'd be lost. Um, then Rough Night, uh, starring Kate McKinnon and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, R-rated comedy, kind of. I think it's trying to be that Amy Schumer type, you know, realm movie with uh, or whatever. I don't know. I have no interest. I don't know. I'm just I'm just putting that. Well, I'll put it. I'll put it at a one. I mean, with cars and cars and all eyes on me. Those are I mean, cars is probably zero, just because I, I don't. I don't really. I'm not really into the Pixar movies. All eyes on me. Probably one eventually if it's on HBO or something. I got nothing else to watch. Sure, forty-seven meters down. I don't know anything about, so I can't really say anything about it. Rough night. I'll give. I'll probably give that a one two. Not a one, two, a one also. Um, you know, if it's on, sure. Um, all right, then coming up on June 23rd, Friday, June 23rd, we have Transformers, The Last Night. Um, Jeez. They're still making these Transformers movies. Um, this one's got Mark Wahlberg in it. I don't even know who else is in it at this point. Uh, I know Shia LaBeouf isn't in it. I don't think and Megan Fox isn't in it. I don't even know if anyone from the last movie other than Mark Wahlberg is in it. Uh, T.J. Miller, I, I don't think's in it. He was in the last one, wasn't he? I believe. I'm pretty sure. Um, the last one was not great. It was not good. The one before that wasn't even that good. The second one was alright. first one was not bad. I think this is the fifth one, right? Did I miss one? Somewhere <laughs> down the line? The last night? Like, what, is that? what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means at this point. Is Optimus Prime still alive? Is Megatron still alive? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. 
honestly, I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a three. I mean, I, I, I lost track of these damn movies. Um, all right. Now, moving on to uh, Friday, June 30th. We got Amityville The Awakening. Oh, Jesus. Another Amityville. I read somewhere that like they've done like 700 M- Amity f- movies, I think. Or movies that in- somehow involved Amity. Am- yeah. I don't know. I can't do it anymore. Amityville, it's been played out. I, I mean, I don't even know what the story is. I don't know if there's a sequel, prequel, something. I-, I have no idea. I mean, they covered it briefly in The Conjuring 2, and that was about all I ever needed to really see of that again. I'll give it a one just because at some point it might be on... HBO or something, and I might I might need something to watch. I don't know, but um, honestly, I got, there's so many of these Amityville movies. I, I I don't know I don't know what it is. Um, all right, Despicable Me Three is coming out. Um, I saw the first one. Um, it was all right. I never saw the second one. I never saw Minions. I, I really have no interest. I'm gonna give it a zero. And then the house with Amy Poehler and. Will Ferrell and they have to gamble for some reason to something. I don't know. I I don't really. I saw the I saw the trailer a while back. I don't really remember totally what it was about. It's got Will Ferrell in it. It's got Amy Poehler. I believe it's R rated, so that gives them a little leeway to do some funny stuff. That's not the normal PG thirteen haha, like fart and dick and fart jokes. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Um uh but um in terms of what the movie's actually about i'm not really sure what's my interest level well it's got amy poehler it's got will ferrell in it so i'm gonna give it like a five because i'm sure it'll be it could be pretty funny i'm not i'm not sure who the director is and i'm pretty sure it's not um andrew j cohen sounds familiar and of course it doesn't bring up any information all right um. All right. Well, that's. I mean, I don't know. I'll give it a five. All right. So moving along, then we got. Um, oh my! See what? Ugh, I hate how this site does this. There's a movie that come out on the Wednesday before that too, called Baby Driver. I have literally no idea what this is. What this is. Baby Driver. Um, action crime movie. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I got no I got no opinion on that one. All right, moving on. Now we're moving into the Fourth um, of July weekend. Well, I guess this is after Fourth of July because uh, so I guess that's the Fourth of July weekend movies, and then this is after Fourth of July, and we got Spider Man Homecoming. Um, yeah, obviously it's Spider Man. You know. Obviously, this is the third go-around for Spider-Man, so, you know, I'm a little tempted, I'm a little tepid to um, say I'm really excited about this because, you know, obviously the first Spider-Man was amazing, and then the second one was alright, the third one was terrible, and then they redid them. The first one, The Amazing Spider-Man, was good, the second one, not so good, and then they got rid of them. And now they brought Spider-Man in last year with Civil War, and now he's going to be in Homecoming, his own movie. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to go see it. Opening weekend, maybe. 
Uh, I mean, it's definitely... I, I'm probably going to give it a 9. I mean, look, the trailer looks really good. I liked how they handled the Spider, Spider-Man in Civil War. It's got Tony Stark. It's got you know Iron Man. Um, so you got that already established kind of thing. You got Michael... Um, um, Michael Keaton as the bad guy, so being playing a vulture. I mean, he's been a Batman, he was a Birdman, now he's an actual, well, now he's a vulture, which is a bird, and, but he's a man, so he's still kind of a Birdman. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, that's the only movie coming out that weekend, uh, only wide movie coming out that weekend. Then we got Friday, the 14th of July. We got War of the Planet Apes. Yes, I am excited for this one. I mean, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was de- really good. War of the Pl- War for the uh, bleh, no uh, Rise. Of, what was the second one? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was was actually was really good too. And now we got War of the Planet of the Apes, and it's funny because in each movie, you know, they still have Caesar, but the the main the lead is different because it was James Franco on the first one. Last one it was um um uh Bob I'm blanking on his name um uh. Commissioner Gordon, um, Gary Oldman, and this one, it's Woody Harrelson. So, you know, Woody Harrelson, you know, he's he's had quite a, a weird career. I mean, obviously starting off comedies and moving on to more drama, dramedies, or drama, and then going kind of back to comedies with um, Zombieland, but also still like doing the Hunger Game movies, but he was comedic in Hunger Game movies, but he looks really serious in these, in the trailer for this movie, so I don't know, it looks good. I, I'm gonna give it a 9, too. I'm gonna throw it up on a 9. Um, and there's another movie called Wish Upon, which is a horror movie? I feel like I might have seen the preview for this, but I don't totally remember what it is. So I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really judge it on that. Then we move on to the 21st of July, um... We got Dunkirk, Dunkirk, the Christopher Nolan movie. Um, it's, I mean, listen, I like Christopher Nolan movies. I liked Inter, uh, uh, Interstellar. I liked um, Inception. I've always liked the Batman movies. Um, Prestige was good. Memento was weird. Um, Dunkirk. I believe... Um, I don't know if it's based on a true story. It's based on the Battle of Dunkirk, yes. Which was in so in the World War Two. Um, here's my thing: we've had enough World War Two movies. I don't think any any World War II, World War Two movie is going to get any better than Saving Private Ryan. I mean, in my personal opinion, Saving Private Ryan is probably the best World War Two movie, at least in terms of. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably debatable, but in terms of in terms of what I've, I mean, you know, even if you want to go like Band of Brothers or something like that, sure. I mean, that's that was a TV show, but fine. I mean, that's enough. That's all I need. I need give me private, Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers. Even in, I mean, the Pacific was what it was. I don't really care about that, but that's it. Give me those, and I'm good. I don't, I don't need to know any more World War Two. I I've heard enough about it. I've you know whatever. So to put it doing, I mean, I know there was tons of battles. You could do a movie about every single battle there ever was in World War II. They probably have. I'm done with it. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'll maybe eventually see it. I know it's going to be like three and a half hours long. That's 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 an issue. And I I, I just I'm not going to be able to sit through that. 
um, in a movie theater. I mean, eventually I'll probably see it, you know, when it comes out on DVD or HBO or whatever. But I'm I'm at like a four. Yeah. And then we also got something called Girls Trip, which um, I'm gonna put it a zero just based off everything I'm looking at. About it. Uh, no interest in seeing that. Um, the Valerian and the City of a Thousand Plants. I've seen the previews for this, and I don't quite understand it, and I don't get it, and I don't care about it. So I'm gonna give it a big fat zero. I'll give it a one. I'll give it a one. I, I shouldn't say that because I, I felt the same way about like. Um, um, what was that movie with that chick that they did three of them and then the Descendant? No, the Ascendant. Ascendant? No. What, are, what was it called? Um, the Deviant. No. No. <laughs> wow. Divergent. Yes. Divergent. There was a whole series of them. Wow. Where'd I go in that? Um, Divergent, yeah. The first one was really good, and then the second one was okay. The third one was terrible, and then they decided not even to do the fourth one. So, yeah. I can't totally say I'm out on it completely, but I have nothing... I don't know anything about it. It seems kind of along those lines, I bet, uh, a bit, so... Alright. Um, then we got... Friday, July 28th, we got the Atomic Blonde with uh, Charlie Theron. Another person who was in the uh, Fate and the Furious, which I will talk about. I swear, I will. I try not to do any spoilers, but I will talk about it when I get through this. I've seen the previews for this. I don't quite get it. It seems sort of like... uh, It seems kind of along the lines of... um, What was that movie? Lucy? But like, not quite... I I don't quite get it. I don't know. It seems like it could be okay. It's got a decent uh, cast. Um, it's got James McAvoy. It's got John Goodman in it. I'm gonna give it like a three or four. I think I don't. I don't see myself going to see it, but I'll eventually check it out. Um, next, we got the emoji movies. I I'm at a zero on that. I don't. I don't understand it. And we got the inconvenient sequel, which I believe is some sort of. The sequel to The Inconvenient Truth, I believe, was the Al Gore movie, which I have zero interest in. It's a documentary, blah, 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 I don't care. Um, Alright, moving on. Alright, moving into August. Um, we have on Friday, August 4th, The Dark Tower. Now, The Dark Tower, I have never read any of the books. I don't really know totally what the story is. I know it's Stephen King. Uh, he did a series of them, and you know, the and it's got Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. I, I, oh crap! Really? Um. Yeah. Um. God damn it! Sorry, my computer is acting up. Uh, yeah. I mean, so based off of those two alone, and the fact that it's Stephen King, and I don't remember who's directing, but I feel like it's someone. Somewhat famous, maybe? I, I don't know. Um, let me try and get to back to where it was. Jesus. Okay. August. Sorry, I apologize for this. Um, no, what? Why is it saying there's no movies coming up? 
Alright. Uh, so maybe it's not coming out? I'm confused. Jesus. Um, anyways. Well, anyways, I am interested in seeing it. So, I if it actually is coming out. Hold on. Maybe it's not coming out. Maybe it is coming out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, August 4th. Um, nah, I don't know who the writer... I mean, I don't know who the... Um, director is uh, anyways but yeah i'll probably give i'll give that like a seven i think because i think it should be pretty cool from what i've heard but i don't really know too too much about it um all right so there's also a movie called detroit coming out and a movie called midnight sun neither of which i know anything about uh then the next week friday the 11th we got annabelle creation so uh this is where things get confusing so, Annabelle, the original Annabelle, was a prequel to Insidious. No, not Insidious. Um, Conjuring. Conjuring then went on to have a sequel to Conjuring 2. Um, Annabelle the Creation is a prequel to Annabelle, which was a prequel to Conjuring. Are you with me? Are you still with me? Um, not to be confused with The Nun, which was announced as being another prequel to The Conjuring 2, I believe. The Nun was in Conjuring 2. So there's going to be a prequel to Conjuring 2, and Annabelle was a prequel to Conjuring, but Annabelle Creation is a prequel to Annabelle. You with me? You follow that? Do you get it? Because I'm still confused. But uh, in any event, I started the pre- a preview for it. I'll see it eventually, like I did Annabelle. You know, I mean, the Conjuring movies were good, but, you know, off of that, I don't know. It seems a little specifically on the nose with some of these characters or whatever. But, you know, they'll make a horror movie out of basically anything. Uh, I'll give it like a three. Two or three. Um, Alright, now we're getting into kind of the dregs here. I don't really know if there's anything else coming out in the summer that's really worth it. We got August 18th. We got The Hitman's Bodyguard. Which I don't know anything about. It's got Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson... Looks like it's a spoof on the bodyguard. I don't know what the hell this is, but it looks somewhat interesting. It's rated R. It's got Ryan Reynolds. It's got Selma Hayek, Gary Oldman, and Samuel Jackson. Just based on that alone, knowing nothing about it, I'm gonna give it like a five, five or maybe even a six. Seems seems kind of. I mean, the poster is clearly a spoof on the bodyguard, but I don't know if that is actually what the movie's about. And then we got Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature, because. Really? Because little kids are going to go see that are going to understand that reference. Nutty by nature. Really? Nutty by nature? What is this, 92? Uh, Alright, anyways. And then Friday, August 25th, we get All Saints. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, eh, no, I don't know what that is. Uh, something called Polaroid, which is a horror movie, which I'm guessing has to do with a Polaroid picture that somehow comes alive and kills people. I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, Tulip Fever. Uh, Via Capri. No idea what these movies are. Yeah, I mean, see, it's kind of the middle. Middle August is when the movies start uh, um, becoming less... uh, 
blockbusters anymore. Eh, we got this movie. We got to do something with. I'll eh, put it out in August. Then August, who cares? Uh, and then you move on to September, and it's a lot of back and forth of that. You know, you got. I mean, there are some cool movies coming out in, in September, though. We got it, the remake of it, and we got uh, the new Kingdom, uh, Kingsman, the uh, uh, Circle, that uh, Golden Circle, and then new f- uh, remake of the Flatliners too. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. I mean, it's not an amazing summer for movies, I don't think. Um, but you know, you got some cool stuff. I mean, obviously, the, I think the fall is even more interesting. You got, you know, you got uh, Thor Ragnarok. You got obviously a new Star Wars movie. You got Justice League. Uh, you got Daddy's Home Two. Um, I don't know, but um, yeah. So there you go. There's the summer. I mean, I'll probably go see. I'm definitely going to see Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll definitely go see um, Spider-Man. I'll definitely go see War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, other than that, maybe Alien. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I already went to go see uh, Fate of the Furious. And, and I will say this. Um, so, my history with the Furious, Fast, Furious, Fate movies or whatever... Um, uh, is a bit rocky. Let's just leave it at that. And there's no pun intended when I say rocky. Um, although that is a huge part of it. Um, so, you know, I saw I probably, I probably saw the first movie when it came out. I didn't go see it in theaters or anything, but eventually I saw it when it came out on, on DVD or whatever. Um, and I thought it was good. And then the second movie came out, and I was like, eh, it wasn't as good. And then Tokyo Drift came out, and I'm just like, all right, if no one's, no one, if they don't care, I don't care. So, like, I didn't even bother to go see it. I mean, you know, obviously, Vin Diesel was, did a cameo, and no one else was in it. Um, then the fourth one came out, and they kind of went back to, you know, restart it again. And, but at that point, I was out. I didn't have any interest. I didn't see the fourth one. Then the fifth one came out. The Rock was in it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Still, I don't really care. The sixth one came out, and Jason Statham was in it. Um, wait, was he in that one? I think so, right? Or well, whatever. Anyways. You know, The Rock was back, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Then the seventh one came out. When the seventh one came out, and I was hearing really good things about the seventh one, I'm like, geez, maybe I should go back and watch these. And I didn't see it when it was in theaters. And, you know, obviously it was the last one with Paul Walker. So I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm going to go back and watch them all. I went back and watched them all. And, yes, as I remember, the first one was good. Second one was not good. Third one was awful. Fourth one was back to being good, but then the fifth, sixth, seventh were awesome. Were awesome, you know, because they. I'm never really a car guy, and the first ones I feel like were more focused on the cars, whereas then they realized, you know what, people don't necessarily care as much about the cars as they do. They just want action and they want stars. So you throw in the Rock, then you throw in Jason Statham, then you, you know, then you you, you get Kurt Russell in there, and then you got Charlize Theron in, in the new one, and. And Helen Mirren's in this one, and you know they brought in Scott Eastwood, which whatever. I mean, you kind of needed someone to replace Paul Walker, and not that he replaces Paul Walker, but you needed someone else in that kind of that kind of role, I guess. Um, so that's that's cool. I mean, whatever you can say, what do you want about Tyrese and Ludacris and whatever? But they're fine. They're fine for what they are, and they got kind of all these insulary characters. And Michelle Rodriguez has been in and out of it too, and so she's fine. Um, so yeah, but no, the seventh one was really good, and so the eighth one, Fate of the Furious, I thought, okay, this should be really good too, and it is. It's really good. It's not 
as good as the seventh one, but I mean, it's what you expect from these movies. And it hasn't done as well at the box office, at least in the United States. It's killing it overseas, but so did the seventh one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I no reason I would say go see it if, I mean, if you want to go see it in theaters, sure, you go, go, go check it out. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, if you got nothing else to see this weekend or something, because Come next weekend, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is... And for some reason, if you've... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 sold out and... Their Fate of the Furious is what... What else is showing? Yeah, go go see that. Go go check that out. Um, but, um... Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a thumbs up. I'll give it... I'll, I'll put it... I don't know where I'd put it in the, in the list yet. Um, but it wasn't as good as 7. I don't think it was... It's somewhere in the five, six, seven, five, six, five, six, eight. Somewhere are kind of mixed in there. Um, I don't know, but yes, go see it, check it out. All right, moving on. Um, so now that we've got that all the way, um, um, now that we got that all out of the way, um, um, what do we got? What else have we got? So. Bruins unfortunately lost. I was at the game six. They lost on Sunday. Uh, they're out of the playoffs. Celtics are playing game six tonight. If they win, they move on. If not, they'll play Saturday, Sunday, which I will be at again. Well, maybe. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I haven't figured that out yet. It's still up in the air, um, as it was last week at this time. Um, so, but that's they're still going. Red Sox are struggling right now. They can't hit the ball. I went to the game last night against the Yankees. Chris Sale pitched well, but Tanaka pitched better i guess i mean technically i don't know i think it was more of a long more of a, more along the lines of the offense just can't anything right now um but that's that's what we got for that all right so before we get to this weekend's wrestling extravaganza which is wwe payback um i unfortunately do not have a box open today because it's on the way and i haven't gotten it yet so we'll save that for next time um um but before we get to WWE Payback, we gotta go back a little bit and kind of just have to give my overall view of of WrestleMania. Um, well, let's no, actually, let's just run through my predictions from last time. So, King uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, uh, eleven. Um, actually, did okay with this. I ended up uh, I, I picked. Um, well, there were a couple matches I didn't actually pick because they weren't listed beforehand, but. Regardless of those, the ones I did pick, I end up going um, five and three. Um, nothing really of huge note came out of this, other than that the Young Bucks um, beat the Hardys in the ladder match for the tag titles. This was Saturday, remember? This was Saturday. Just keep that in mind. Uh, takeover NXT Takeover Orlando nailed this one. Nailed this one. Got all of them right. All five matches I got right. Nothing really of Huge note coming out of this. Nothing really too surprising. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre is back. He was there. Um, it's That's really the only big thing of note that other than the obvious things that happened. Um, there was no title changes. Um, but, you know, people moved on and upward after this, as I pretty kind of predicted. All right, WrestleMania itself, including the pre-show, which um, got shuffled around a bit. Because uh, there was a thing about the women's match, the SmackDown women's match, people complaining that wasn't on the actual show, so then they ended up moving the Intercontinental title match to the pre-show, which, whatever. Um, 
I didn't do great on this. I ended up going one, two, three, four, five, six, six and seven overall. I mean, the ones that really kind of, and and okay, the biggest thing here that I will note is I didn't give much. <laughs> and this is my fault. Looking back on my predictions, I didn't really give much uh, faith into the shield members, and I predicted against all three of them, and all three of them won, beating the Undertaker, Triple H, and well, Baron Corbin, but. Um, for the most part, I was right on a bunch of other stuff. The one that I'm kind of don't want to count is the tag ladder tag match, uh, the tag team ladder match, uh, which I predicted Gals and Anderson because the Hardys retor- returned and they won. And obviously, if I knew the Hardys were in the match, I probably would have picked them. But obviously, I didn't know that until the match started because I was surprised. Um, and they're not broken yet, but they might end up being broken eventually. I don't know. But anyways. Overall, this WrestleMania was good. It wasn't great. It was way too long. Um, the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match was a bit tough to watch. Just because not only was it like going into hour five of of WrestleMania, not even including the pre-shows, um, it was a tough match. Undertaker just, I mean, he was he's done. And it was a tough match to have with Roman Reigns, who isn't exactly the greatest there is not not that there's anything wrong with him specifically but to ask him to have to carry that match with the undertaker who's on his last legs was a bit tough and it was a sloppy match and the um crowd was a bit dead for it and they just wanted i mean you know obviously they're not that kind of crowd smart the smart crowd is not going to cheer for roman reigns and they didn't and to have him beat the undertaker was a bit it was a bit much for everyone, but you know, you know, if the Undertaker's done, the Undertaker's done. All right, and then UFC 210. Ah, uh, jeez. Um, I went six and seven on that too. Daniel Cormier uh, did did win, so that that one I did get right. Um, luckily, um, I had nothing really to say about this. I did actually ended up not even really watching any of it, so I I don't have much to say about that. But all right, let's move on. Now, before we get the payback, there is a big boxing match. Well, sort of big boxing match. Well, big in terms of the large large individuals. <clears throat> Tomorrow, with Vladimir Klitschko in his first match in a year, almost a year and a half after losing Tyson Fury last uh, November of 2015. Um, they were supposed to have a rematch, and then Tyson Fury... Is it Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury, right? That's his name. Why does that sound like a video game character? Tyson Fury. Um, yeah, Tyson Fury. Uh, but then Tyson Fury quit, I guess, basically. He said he's battling depression and ended up not fighting him. And then he got stripped of his titles and he was going to fail a drug test. I don't know. There was a bunch of weird shenanigans that went down. So ultimately he got stripped of his titles. And a bunch of the titles are up for grabs as Vladimir Klitschko is stepping back in the ring. at um, you know Coming off the loss, um, at now a record of 64-4. and four. That's a lot of fights. Uh, taking on Anthony Joshua, who is, let's see, Anthony Joshua is 18-0. and 0. So, yeah, this this will be interesting. They're fighting tomorrow afternoon, well, tomorrow night, but it's in London, so it's tomorrow afternoon. But here's the weird thing about it, it's it's being aired live on Showtime, but then it's being shown on tape delay on HBO 
There must be some weird contractual obligation between Joshua and Klitschko, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. But um, ultimately, who do you got? Who do you got? Oh, man. I mean, Klitschko is not, not young. He's not young. He's obviously got a lot of matches under his belt. Um, he is, uh, oh, geez. He, uh, so he's 41 years old. Not, not to say that that's super old. I mean, George Foreman won when he was 45. He won the title when he was 45 uh, against Michael Moore. Um, uh, back in 94, I want to say. Um, but, yeah, so... Jeez. Uh, I mean, he's a big dude, though, and he's got that reach. Um, he's 6'6". Six, six. Um... Uh, I don't. I don't know too much about this. Um, this uh, other kid here, um, Anthony Joshua. I mean, he's he's twenty seven. I mean, he's eighteen and zero, so he's you know not that old. Um, doesn't have that much experience. Um, but he's also six six. They got a. They got you know. They they're pretty even. Um, size wise, it seems seems like so. You know, I'm gonna go with the young guy. I'm gonna go with the young buck. No, no pun intended there. Um, Anthony Joshua beating the Klitschko. Maybe Klitschko retires. His brother already did. Um, yeah. So that's Saturday. Um, night in... Well, whatever. Saturday night in London, but Saturday afternoon in the United States. If you have Showtime, you can watch it live. If not, if you have HBO, you can watch the tape delayed tomorrow night. Blah, blah, blah. Depending on when you're listening to this. Um, but then Sunday night, it's WWE Paybacklash. No, it's Payback, not Backlash. But some of the guys that are in SmackDown are also on this pay-per-view because they did the Superstar Shake-Up. And... Yeah, it's confusing. But um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know if they thought this ahead, thought ahead about this too well when the next pay per view because they'd already matched, they already announced the Ho- House of Horrors matches, the House of Horror match on the SmackDown after WrestleMania, but then they did the Superstar Shake Up the next weekend when Wyatt was on Raw, and then all of a sudden the the match was at Payback instead of Backlash, which you kind of assumed it would have been, mm-hmm. um, and then some. It's not a title match. So Bray Wyatt doesn't get a rematch for the title, even though he just lost it at WrestleMania. That's a bit, um, I don't know, that's a bit weird. I don't know, whatever. All right, let's just get into this. All right, the pre-show match, we got Enzo and Cass taking on Gallows and Anderson. Um, yeah, it's a decent pre-show match, I guess. These guys have been feuding for a few months now, and, you know, they threw in the Hardys and the Revival briefly before, uh, uh, Dash or Dawson, I forget which one, broke his jaw, and they're going to be out for a while. And then uh, the New Day moved over to the other, the other brand, and the Colognes, now that they're calling them. Now, they're not the Shining Stars anymore. They're just the Colognes. They're over on SmackDown as well. But you still got... Well, whatever. I'm going to go with Endzone Cast. It's the pre-show. They usually... It's not for a title or anything. Um, Gallows and Anderson, I don't know what they're doing with them. Um... Get the get the crowd pumped up. Go with Enzo and Cass.
All right, next up we have, uh, let's go with, um, yeah, the Cruiserweight Championship match. We got Neville defending against Austin Aries in a rematch from WrestleMania. Um, I, I don't, I, 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 oof. I think they're going to keep the title on Neville. I don't think they're moving it off him yet. I don't know if Aries ever actually gets it, I think. Honestly, I think Aries might move up to the uh, main card. Well, he's on the main card, but move up to the not cruiserweights. Let's call it that. Um, um, we'll see. Actually, before we get any farther, they're also on the preview. The preview. The preview? The pre- pre-show, the kickoff show, whatever you call it. The Miz is going to have Finn Balor on um, Miz TV, which is a bit confusing to me because... Um, so the Miz came over with the Intercontinental title. No, sorry. The Miz came over and Dean Ambrose came over with the Intercontinental title from SmackDown. And they've kind of been feuding. But then Bray Wyatt got involved on Raw. And Finn Balor's sort of just kind of in the middle of here for some reason. Because Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt kind of had a thing a little bit. But then he got... I don't know. Whatever. Um... The point is, I don't see why not, why none of those three guys are fighting. Dean Ambrose isn't anywhere listed. He's not defending the title. The Miz is just doing an interview with Finn Balor. Like, what, the, I feel like there's going to be a match added somehow in that in that scenario, with, with involving either two of those three guys and maybe the title. I don't know. It just seems weird to me that none of those guys are on the card, other than an interview on the pre-show. If it's an interview on the pre-show, usually that sets up something for the main card. I don't know what's going to be, so I, not, I can't make any predictions for it, but it's just weird that those three guys, Miz, Ambrose, and Finn Balor, are not on the card uh, fighting, and Dean Ambrose isn't announced at all. Um, but anyways, moving on. Sorry, I forgot forgot to mention that before, but alright, moving on. We got the tag titles, the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt, they're not broken yet, versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the... Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship. Um, the Hardys aren't losing them yet. Uh, eventually, I think, when they maybe go broken and possibly feud with each other, um, that will happen. But for now, I think they're keeping the titles around their waists. Um, Alright, next up we have... Let's go women's match. The women's singles match. Singles match. Singles match. I can't talk. Singles match for the WWE Women's Raw Women's Championship. We got Bailey defending her title against another SmackDown uh, import, as it were, from the Superstar Shakeup, Alexis Alexa Bliss. Um. So I think eventually they're gonna do Bailey versus Sasha. I'm guessing SummerSlam. Uh, which would kind of make sense because that's where they had that match uh, two years ago in Brooklyn. Um, I know it was on the uh, pre-show. Um, I'm sorry, not the pre-show, the uh, NXT show. Um, NXT Brooklyn two years ago. Or will, will, will be two years ago. So for them to then um, fight at this year's SummerSlam would kind of make sense. But how they get there, I don't know. I mean, easily Bailey could drop the title Alexa... Alexa could eventually drop the title to Sasha, and Sasha could, you know, defend the title against Bailey. Keep in mind, however, this is in Bailey's hometown of San Jose, 
Um, so that's something to keep note of. Uh, whether that means that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's questionable. Um, Alexa Bliss did win this opportunity. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Sorry, that my echo started doing stuff. Um, um, she did win this title shot in her hometown of Columbus. Um, Naomi won the title at WrestleMania in Orlando, her hometown. So, eh, but in the past, uh, it hasn't always bowled well. Sasha lost the title in Boston. And Charlotte lost the title in the Queen City of Charlotte. So, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't think they're going to take the title off of Bailey just yet. So, I'm going to I'm gonna stay with Bailey. All right. Moving on, we got Kevin Owens... Um, def- Kevin Owens defend Kevin Owens, who's now in SmackDown, defending the U.S. title, which is a property of SmackDown, against Chris Jericho. The winner will end up on SmackDown. The loser will stay on Raw, or go back to Raw. And Ken- Kevin Owens, um, um, interesting note about Kevin Owens. Um, I found I saw this article yesterday, um, about an, uh, the. Kevin Steen was involved in a in a in a serious car accident. Um, I got confused because I was like, "Oh, Kevin Steen! Wait, they mean Kevin Owens, the wrestler?" No, Kevin Steen apparently is a minor league baseball player for the Red Sox. So it was a bit confusing, but um, hopefully, Kevin Steen, the baseball player, is okay. But it was weird to see that name, Kevin Steen, was involved in the car accident. When I know Kevin Steen is Kevin Owens, um, but um, I. I guess if I saw the article, I guess it'd be weird for the article to say Kevin Steen when he's going by Kevin Owens now. I guess most people, or at least the mainstream, know him of Kevin Owens. Um, you know, this is two years ago, Kevin Steen, or three years ago, Kevin Steen's probably what they would have said. I mean, obviously, that's his name. All right, but anyways, I mean, this one's kind of... I mean, kind of easy to predict Jericho's leaving... To go, um, to go to to tour with Fozzie. With that said, though, they could pull a swerve, have Jericho beat Owens. Jericho goes to SmackDown, drops the title on SmackDown, and then um, Owens ends up back on Raw. Could happen. Could happen. Um, you know, you know, Jericho drops the title on SmackDown and goes does the tour with Fozzie. They did, however, say, and this is where this that that this is where that kind of loses its credibility. They did already say that AJ Styles, who became the number one contender for the Intercontinental Champion or the U.S. title um, on SmackDown, um, would get his title opportunity at Backlash, which isn't until the middle of May, which Jericho is not staying around for. So Kevin Owens is winning this. I, I just, there's no other way around it. Unless, unless, unless they somehow, if nah, maybe Owens gets a rematch, and and out of, yeah, that's the only way to swerve it, and, that, and they've done that before, and I could see them doing it again. Ah, uh, but yeah, I gotta go with the gut that Kevin Owens is gonna win. All right, um, next up we got uh, what are we missing here? Oh, okay, um, Seth Rollins taking on Samoa Joe. Regular old singles match. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Seth Rollins. I, I feel like with the momentum of him coming off beating Triple H, I just don't see him then losing to 
to Samoa Joe. But um, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, yeah. All right, now we got the House of Horrors match. Now this is an interesting match because it's not for the title anymore. Jinder Mahal is the number one contender on SmackDown. We'll get his title match at Backlash um, against Randy Orton. Don't get me started on that. Um, I have no problem with Jinder Mahal winning the, getting the becoming the number one title. It was the way it happened. You had a six pack challenge match um, for the num- number one contender. Yet somehow Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin weren't involved in that. Like okay, AJ Styles, your number one contender for the U.S. title. Somehow that's more important than the World Heavyweight Championship. Like that doesn't make any sense. And Corbin, why wasn't Corbin in it? Like it, it made no sense. It was like Mojo Raleigh and like Sami Zayn, and I don't even remember who was in it at this point. But it was just like what? And it's fine if they want to push Ginger Mahal. It's even though he was coming off of losses back to back losses to Finn Balor and Mojo Raleigh, I believe, and then he lost to Mojo Raleigh in the. The Battle Royal with Rob Gronkowski. Although Rob Gronkowski cost both him him both those matches with Mojo. So. And he almost concussed Finn Balor, even though he still lost. Uh, yeah, so he get, he deserved a title match. That makes sense. I don't know. Just the way it was... I have no problem with the Indram Hall, necessarily, but just the way they went about it. Uh, but anyways, that's for, that's for next time. Um, but this, we got um, uh, Randy Orton fighting uh, Bray Wyatt for the... Uh, Nothing in the horse, House of Horrors match. I don't know what a House of Horrors match is. They've kind of made it sound like it's going to be somewhat of a boiler room brawl slash Hollywood back Hollywood backlot match. If you remember those, the initial ones anyways, where the matches started off somewhere else but ended in the ring. That's what they said. So whatever the House of Horrors is, I don't know specifically, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be anything that's going to be in the arena. It's probably going to be pre-taped. Um could be like the Wyatt compound type of thing. Oh, I don't know. Um, with that said, um, all the Wyatts... Wyatt's got no family now because Rowan's on SmackDown. Luke Harper turned on him, but is also on SmackDown. Bray, Braun Strowman's involved in his own craziness, and I don't think he has any association with Bray Wyatt ever since the brand split last year. Um... With that said, all right, now the, the title's on the line. Like, there's no reason why Bray shouldn't win this, and it's his match. So again, no reason why he shouldn't win this. Although I will say, with guys that create their own matches, they're not exactly necessarily the best at them. Um, I mean, I don't know. Undertaker lost the first buried alive match, didn't he? No, actually, he won that, didn't he? And the boiler room match, I guess, was Mankind's technically. Hell in the Cell was sort of the Undertaker's, and he lost the first one, but not really. I don't know. Anyways, maybe I'm wrong about that, because he definitely won the first couple casket matches. Whatever. Regardless, I think Bray Wyatt's going to win this. I just don't see why he wouldn't. And whether or not Jinder Mahal gets involved, he did steal the, the belt, uh, sorry, the title on Raw, uh, SmackDown, rather. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll get involved. Well, that match isn't for another few weeks, so... I don't know, but... I, I just don't see the point of not having Bray Wyatt win that. Which means he'll probably lose, because that's what they usually do with him. I didn't see him losing on WrestleMania, the title, but... I didn't know they were going to move him over to the Raw, so... And then finally, what I'm assuming is going to be the main event... Um, 
I'm not totally sure about that. There's real, there's no universal title match because um, uh, Brock Lesnar's taking a few months off. I guess I, I read today that he will be back for the July pay-per-view, the July Raw pay-per-view, which is going to be called Great Balls of Fire for some stupid reason. Um, I originally had read they were going to do Bad Blood and it was going to be in Hartford, but then I was reading, I saw today, it's going to be called Great Balls of Fire and I believe it's in, like, I forget where they said it was. Let's see. Um, let's see if it brings up anything. Yeah, WWE Great Balls of Fire. Like, really? Great Balls of Fire? What the hell? Um, it is going to be, let's see, in Dallas. Uh, so, not only is it not called Bad Blood, and it's, it's not in... Um, it's not called Bad Blood, and it's not in um, Hartford. So, sorry to those people in Hartford, because that was the rumor that was going around. It was never, con- never confirmed, so. But there you go. And Lesnar will defend the title. Um, don't know yet, yet. Against who yet, but uh, clearly the 30-day rule doesn't apply to Brock Lesnar. As it did for Naomi, even though... Whatever. But, um... That's fine. I mean, and whatever. Okay, so Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt could easily have been for the Universal title for all in case purposes, I suppose. But you know, if you want to keep the title on Lesnar, you had to give it Goldberg for whatever reason. That's fine. But all right, so who's winning this match? I mean, obviously Braun Strowman has been a wrecking ball since WrestleMania. He destroyed Roman Reigns, which I mean, it's it's kind of a weird um, twist of fate, I guess. I don't I don't know if that's the right word. It's weird that they they had him, they had Braun beat the hell out of uh, of Roman Reigns to kind of write him off TV, which I think was the original plan. And then his brother dies, Rosie, former Rosie from Three Minute Warning. He was also the superhero in training, if you don't remember that. Um, I don't blame you. Um, but he died the next, like the next day or something, or two days later or whatever it was. And then obviously he's going to go off TV to, you know, deal with that, all that. So it's kind of nuts that they kind of, it was planned that way. I mean, I don't know if he was necessarily supposed to be off TV the whole time. But obviously with his brother dying, clearly he was going to be off TV for a little bit. But actually made sense in the storyline too. Uh, but Roman Reigns coming off of beating The Undertaker, I don't know how you have him lose. I just don't, it doesn't make any sense. Now you have him come beat, beat The Undertaker and then lose to Braun Strowman, a guy who already beat. Granted, I don't love how they're doing. I'd love to see Braun just beat everyone up, but I, I can't see. Um, I can't see Roman Reigns losing this, and especially since you know the way they built it up with Braun Strowman beating the hell out of him. But uh, there we go. All right, and one last piece of business. Uh, next weekend, not this weekend. Next weekend, we got the Cinco de Mayo, and um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Volume 2 coming out on Cinco de Mayo. But next night, as per usual, there will be a big boxing match. And typically in the past, it's usually Floyd Mayweather, but he hasn't been wrestling. Uh, he hasn't been wrestling. He hasn't been fighting in years. And whether or not he ends up fighting Conor McGregor is to be determined. But there is a bout coming up in this weekend. And it is um, um, the kind of the new, I don't know, I guess he would be the new kind of like Mexican sensation sort of kind of thingy. I don't know. Not that Mayweather was, but for whatever reason, he always got that. Um, he always got that um, that weekend for whatever 
for a reason. There's always a big boxing match. So this year, uh, this year it's going to be Canelo Alvarez taking on Julio Cesar, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, should be a good fight. Um, Alvarez is coming in at a uh, astounding 48-1-1. The one loss, of course, being to Floyd Mayweather back in 2013. And then he had a draw early in his career against Jorge Suarez. Um, which, whatever. Um, and then he's taking on, of course, Julio, Julio, Chav, Julio Cesar Chavez um, Jr. Because you might remember his dad. He was a big boxer back in the day. Um, who is... Um, 52 and 1 with a no contest because he got suspended or he got uh, he got um he failed drug that failed a drug test he's coming off of a couple wins he lost uh, a few guys whatever ah man um yeah, both these none of these neither of these guys are young young competitors which is crazy cuz Julio Chavez Jr is already as old as he is or has had as many matches. I guess he's not that old. That old. He's thirty-one. But to have that many matches, he's had fifty-three matches. That's crazy. Um, and Canelo, how old's Canelo? I mean, I guess in boxing that's Canelo, but Canelo's only twenty-six. I mean, I guess in in terms of like they're not youngsters. I guess they're. I mean, they've been around for a while, but they're not that old either. It's weird. I mean, he's this is gonna be his first fifty first uh, match as well, or fifty third fifty first match. That's crazy. Um, I'm gonna go with Canelo though. Um, I, I mean, I know he lost to Floyd Mayweather, and so did everyone. So it's not a big deal, and he's never lost to anyone else. Chavez has been up and down. Um, I mean, you know, my boxing knowledge isn't what it used to be, but I'm gonna go with Canelo. Um, so there you go. All right, I hope that that's going to do it for this episode. Um, like I said, hopefully I'll be back soon with um, the Metallica podcast, possibly, hopefully, maybe soon. I don't know. Uh, I'd like to get that done before I go see Metallica and post it and whatever. Um, if not, maybe I'll be back in a couple weeks. There's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view and a UFC pay-per-view coming up that I didn't want to do the predictions for it yet because those cards are not at all confirmed and finalized um i know the big ufc fight is uh um stipe uh miokic defending the heavyweight title against junior dos santos hopefully hopefully none of them get popped or injured or something um or fail any tests or get suspended for some reason don't show up at like a press conference or something i don't know but Hopefully not. Hopefully that that ends up happening. Um, and then um, yeah, there's there's a Ring of Honor pay per view coming up, War of the Worlds. So there's a lot of New Japan guys in that one. That's uh, I think that's May twelfth. I want to say so. Maybe I'll be back to preview those. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we get around to it. Maybe I'll do a little uh, review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two because hopefully I'll be seeing it by then. And I might have a box to open, but I might save that for Backlash. And Backlash isn't the twenty till the twenty first. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Lots of stuff coming up. I don't know how many of these podcasts I'll actually end up recording. But hopefully I'll do some. Um, but uh, thanks for listening anyways. And um, go go watch some movies this summer. Go see some movies. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not the best summer. But there's definitely some good ones out there. So go check them out. And go watch Payback. How's the horrors match? What the hell is that going to be? I don't know. Why am I talking about Mark Wahlberg right now? Because I just saw him in a stupid DirecTV commercial. He's also in that stupid Transformers movie. 
And I was going to watch Patriots Day, but uh, I'm not. So say hi to your mother for me. All right. <laughs> and it's also Mother's Day coming up. So there you go. It all ties in together. All right. Have a good one. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, actually, wait. Before I do that, got to run down the whole spiel. I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this by now, you've found me in some capacity. But if you want to hit me up on Twitter, at Razor Vader, go to, go to the uh, blog, Razor Vader blogspot.com you can check me out on stitcher and not on itunes anymore it's called apple podcasts they changed it for some reason even though pretty sure you can still get the podcast through itunes if you have on your computer itunes but on your phone it's through the podcast which always was but why it's not why it's specifically apple podcast now instead of itunes i don't know i guess they're trying to rebrand so everything is just apple um but yeah, I mean, you can still go through iTunes and find it. I don't I don't quite understand it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, Stitcher 2, if you got an Android, that's the easiest way to do that. I know there's some way how to get them on Google Play, I think, but I haven't figured that out. I'm too lazy. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show, and tell your friends, and tell your enemies. Hey, if you didn't like the show, tell your enemy. Be like, hey, hey, enemy, listen to this. You'll love it. And maybe they will. I don't know. But there you go. So thanks for listening. I'll check you next time. See you later. For real this time. I'll see you later. Transformers! Robots in disguise! Transformers!